This episode of the Red Bull Ramp is by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Ramp. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Gwen Rochesco, Clayton John, Chris Adamek, and Maeve Dartinez. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Shouldn't Have Reds. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason I. Pico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. This is episode 392, UGLY. No one's got no alibi. <laughs> yep, that was definitely an ugly game up in Foxborough. Uh, Red Bull's coming away with a 1 0 win thanks to Old Pal Own Goal. But, man, that was – the whole thing was ugly. The Red Bull side was ugly. The ref side was ugly. The refereeing was ugly. MLS's disciplinary committee was ugly. Like, <laughs> anybody that can be connected to this game is uh, ugly. You know, who's not, no, he's not ugly. The host of the Red Bull ran. Bunch of handsome <laughs> motherfuckers right here. Beautiful. All right. Uh, so, we – before we get to – uh, the stuff. One thing I want to bring up about this game real quick. Uh, this was announced today. Frankie Amaya's red card one is apparently withheld. I don't know if the Red Bull even challenged it, but two, he has gotten a fine for not leaving the field early enough. Apparently, four of those four fines are handed out by disciplinary committee this week for the exact same thing. That's people getting a red card not leaving quickly. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. So good to know that they got the stopwatch going. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we do our voicemail, I think we should do tweets. Uh, Truman, do you have those ready to go, or do you want me to read them off? Nope, got them. Tweets going first. Okay, here we go. We got a few of them, so that's good. Uh, Philip Salen at Salen P says, more quality from Owen Goal. I'd rather see more from our strikers, but I'll take it. Uh, BTW, nice pass to Owen Goal from Fletcher. Yes, it was. Uh, Adam from Earth. Adam at home says, went to Supporters Shield winners New England and got a shutout. That's the headline. Yes, sure. <laughs> we can look at it <laughs> that, that way as well. <laughs> uh, Pierre Delecto says, may have accidentally sent the longest two-parter voicemail ever. I believe we'll be covering that shortly. Yep. Uh, Creepy Taxi, Steven Santos said, three road wins, I will take it. That's for all the bullshit own goals we gave up to them and lost to New England over the years. Thanks, Mendez, LOL. Ruchesco says, couldn't happen to a nicer bloke. Has Kraft renamed Gillette the Bruce Arena yet? Unlikely after that game, he might have rescinded any kind of idea. Uh, JM at Gnome Sniper says, we have non-shooting strikers. Klamala is a disaster, and Barlow is basically a henchman. And at Red Coach J. Jeremiah says, uh, lots and lots of laughing. Oh, and... <laughs> WT actual F was that ref was that refing? Amaya should piss in that guy's gas tank before leaving before the Red Bull bus leaves Gillette. 
right. Yeah. So let's get to this voicemail. So Eddie called in again. Uh, apparently he didn't realize there was a three-minute cutoff for voicemails. So I have spliced together his two calls. Uh, the uh-huh. one thing, I, the one thing I did do was cut off the very end of the first voicemail, which which was itself cut off. I didn't feel like that was worth uh, listening to. But here is Eddie with a lot of thoughts on the Red Bulls. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, this is Eddie again. I think this is about to be. Uh, that's weird that it cut off. Let me try that again. There we go. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, this is Eddie again. I think this is about to be couple. Okay. Great. Womp womp. Uh, do I still have the two voicemails separate? Uh, let's find out. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. So. <laughs> voicemail number one. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, this is Eddie again. I think this is about to become a weekly thing now. <laughs> but to get into it, that was a chaotic game, I'll say. Just a sheer amount of yellows to a red, and I and, I'm, and I and I never want to complain about refereeing ever. But this goes into the absolute ridiculousness of just whoever MLS contracts to get refs to, to to operate these games, especially with with especially with not even looking at Amaya's double yellow. He is clearly or from the T V at very least. That was uh, that was as clean as can be. But I'll digress. I think that was better than expected because of because of course we don't really do well in New England especially last year with a sweep. But but especially after Amaya's, after Amaya's double yellow, absolutely, it wouldn't have been good enough to leave with a draw. But at that time, it would have been a miracle to get out with a draw and seeing them pushing it out at least to get there, at least to make that draw. But then the fuckery that was a score... <laughs> For an old goal, I am just shocked. I'm, I'm replaying that again and again, and I am just shocked of how that managed to happen. I, that was FIFA levels of just bad owned goals, and and which is I'm sorry, which is really good because of course. You're getting out of New England of all places with three points. But when applying that to the rest of the strikers, that's, of course, it's not good enough. There were so many opportunities that were there that just couldn't make it in. And you had to rely on an own goal like that. But at the very least, the defense held up long enough to escape New England with that win compared to the crew and <laughs> and that call last time. I really think this was a was a well executed game going back with the four and the triple two. And then in the end switching out with Fletcher on top and putting yeah and putting the extra defender in the back to at least escape, which was a good thing. And I think we should continue bringing that for the future games. 
he's clearly showing results, although it was much more competitive this time. But again, New England, aside from their... Okay, now is the end of voicemail number one. So now voicemail number two. Hey there. Uh, sorry, it's me again. I realize I somehow exceeded the uh, voicemail length, so I'll just finish this up now. It's, you know, it's good that they escaped with what they had. With even if with the New England in their current spiral, it was, you know, they're clearly playing a step up compared to San Jose and Toronto. So at least getting that one goal is something. But I think Yearwood was probably the best in this game along with Cornell because you saw that he there he made a lot of chances even with those silly even with those silly like fouls and that one yellow card which he absolutely needs to clean up on. But seeing how he's come for being in Struber's doghouse after his debut last time, he, he's a much better player and absolutely should get back on the pitch. But um, for our forwards, you know, it's not good enough. But we should take this win as a win and should enjoy as much as possible for when Dallas for, because, of course, we're going to get Dallas coming into town soon and Montreal. I apologize for this extremely long voicemail rant, but thanks again. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Welcome to long voicemails. Less work for us. <laughs> so if you decide you want to give us a voicemail and you think you're going to exceed three minutes, it just general, save yourself the hassle, record like a voice file or something, and just send us the file. <laughs> It'll make things easier. <clears throat> so there's a lot to unpack in that, and we haven't talked about our thoughts. So let's get into our likes and dislikes. Uh, Truman, we'll start with you. What did you dislike about this match? Uh, apparently, Truman is on mute. Sorry, uh, I, I was muted. I unmuted myself. I, d- I didn't want to have my mic on during the voicemail, so... Uh, I'm just going to repeat what I just said that you guys can hear is that uh, I disliked most of almost this entire game. <laughs> uh, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, I had to DVR the game because I was out that night. So I stayed up to 2 a.m. to watch this. Uh, the good part being was the final four minutes. But good God, I don't even know where to start. It was horrific. It was a horrific display. There were nine yellow cards total. I just did the math because uh, both of the coaches got yellow carded as well. Good God. I couldn't believe after the first half, I sat there and said, I have to do another 45 minutes of this. Like how, how thankful I was able to fast forward through halftime. Um, brutal. That was a, the most brutal win I've ever seen in, in recent memory. And maybe you guys can tweet at me and, and tell me of more brutal wins, but that thing was absolutely horrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was just an absolute slog to watch. It was uh, an awful game. Fronts, I mean, even the goal was awful. I mean, come on. Yeah, it, it terrible. Even, like, it, was a, it was a terrible goal. I mean, uh, there's very little to... Yes, three points is great, and you take it. You take three points in a way you can get it. I get that. But it's just like, I mean, this, this is a New England team that's a shell of its former self. Um you know, so I, I don't exactly think we 
impressed uh, as much as we would have say last year we got came away with this win um but yeah it was just it was just awful i mean again we've no uh, i i guess the goal came from offense but i mean we really still still have major offensive problems in this with this team i mean i think it was matt i think matt doyle wrote an article recently about i think it was matt doyle that Kamala's you know all those statistics the nerds care about uh Kamala has such statistics that he should eventually start scoring goals we'll see um, but yeah, I mean, it's not much to get excited about with this team. Um, despite the fact that MLS for summer hour put us at five in the power rankings, which makes no sense. My dislike is that, um, I don't know, just everything that in that game, like Trimison, pretty much everything, uh, we didn't play well offensively. We barely got by defensively. Well, we uh, kept them off the board. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I felt a lot of that came down to the fact that. I mean, I guess a lot of it did come down to the fact that we just basically said we we're going to take a bunch of fouls and yellow cards that game. But um, New England didn't. There was like one, I think one decent chance, and uh, Cornell came up big on it. But aside from that, I don't think New England did much. Um, it was just a, a slow game, and on top of that, I and Truman will attest to this. I had to listen to the fucking New York Revs, or sorry, New England Revs broadcast, and holy shit, I, I, homerism aside. That broadcast was so fucking dry to listen to for ninety minutes. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty dull. Like I know part of it was Charlie Davies is apparently sick, and that's why he wasn't on their their broadcast this week. But good God, their play by play guy doesn't know how to go with the ebb and flow of the game. It was just I don't think we have to play them again this year at, in New England, and that makes me really glad because I don't listen to them again. But <laughs> holy shit, from a TV broadcasting perspective, that was a bad match to watch all around. I feel like if I watched the MSG broadcast, at least Shep would have had some some mannerisms that would have gave me some life into that game. But Shep would have Shep said, oh, it. baby, looks like another card's coming out. Oh, baby. Or just really be really blunt about something. Uh, and then the the goal, just because I think I we got talk about this, like is the the goal we quote scored wasn't even a good counterattack. Like how. Was it Laquinas that was up there with him with with Fletcher? I can't remember who was running with Fletcher with that who had the ball, but whoever it was, good God, just put a few passes together and you could have easily broken that. The, the guys that dropped back and had a, a very decent chance, and we got really lucky that their guy just happened to be in the way of the ball and went right back into goal. But holy shit! All right, um, likes. Patrick, Patrick, what did you like about this one? I mean, ultimately, you got to say, I mean, you lost a guy in the 73rd minute, and uh, did anyone really expect you to come out with three points at that point? So, 
as ugly as as hideous as it was, the team didn't give up. They didn't fall down, and they did ultimately win an ugly, horrible game where nobody looked like they knew what they were doing. I mean, so uh, it may it wasn't the you know again. I think as I said in my dislike, three points, three points. You'll take it any way you can get it. And hey, at least at least there was a uh, a small silver, you know, little nugget at the end of this one and that was three points on the road another three points on the road yeah and not only three points on the road but three points in new england where we never ever 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 win Mm -hmm. so i mean that's really the the that's the best part and uh, a shit ton of traveling support came out and we're there in the kind of crappy-esque weather it wasn't a great night uh saturday night it wasn't terrible but still a little little chilly you know, and they hung in and they fucking hung in and they hung in some more. <laughs> and I'm thinking if I'm at that game in the 74th minute and I see a player get sent off, I'm like, oh, this is where we're fucked. This is it. I, I came to this game and we're fucked. Yep. And they somehow got the most ridiculous, terrible, flukiest goal of all time. So hats off to all the fans who came out there. Because at in the end, like we all said, it doesn't fucking matter. Three road wins, uh, undefeated on the road to start the season. It's a dumb. First time, the most, first gotta be time right, ever, first right? Time ever. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, it, what, what a crazy thing it's to happen. Um, so that's what you, that's the only thing you take out of. And, and Carlos Carnell's the boss. I'll say that too. He's the man's the boss. As much as they're struggling, to say that you went on the road and beat the defending MLS Shield winners is big in the in the first few weeks of the season. So that's that's my like the fact that we did hang in there. It was yes it was an ugly game, but we whatever the game plan was it worked. It was a fluke goal, but at the end of the day it's still one on the board and still three points in the bag. Especially against an Eastern Conference opponent that is a big three points. And the Red Bulls somehow sit sec- I think second in the East right now. And it's kind of impressive if you think about it, that they've done it with three road wins and zero wins at home. It's fucking wild. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> Fuck it. Nine points on the road and one at home. <laughs> at the first five games. Who, the, who saw that coming? Right. All right. Uh, afterthoughts. Um, uh, why the fuck is Laquinas not starting? Let's let's we're, we're, let's talk about that when we talk about the upcoming game. I, I got things things to say. Lukinas, if I remember what they said at the stadium a week or two ago. However you say, but my, I, I think you brought up the last week of the week before, Pat. This is a designated player. How the fuck is he not playing? Yeah, I mean whether it's because he's not good enough or whether it's because a coach is being obstinate for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, it's your designated players need to play. All right. Any other afterthoughts on this game? Uh, I, I mean, it's in pro, in poker terms, it was a suck out. I mean, yeah, it was, that's it was, right. It's exactly it was, what it was. It's pretty much <laughs> you, you and the other guy flipped over your cards. You got a pair of kings. He's got eight seven, and somehow the last two cards that come out are seven eight. I mean, that's what it was. It was a suck out. You know. I. I mean, that's literally the perfect way to describe right there. Okay. 
so moving on, prediction standings, no change because we all thought they were going to lose. I mean, who, who thought the win was happening? No one. So I, I'm in first with five points. Truman's in second with one. Pat's in third with zero. That brings us to the Red Bulls' next game, uh, which is Saturday, April 9th, 4 p.m., at home against the Montreal Impact. Oh, I'm sorry, CF Montreal, because they took a decent name and ruined it last year. Uh, game we broadcast on MSG and ESPN+. Plus. Uh, predictions? I have no fucking clue how shit's going to go anymore. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. No, I mean, we went on the road, we lose at home. Dogs uh, and cats living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> the only thing that's good is that Montreal's coming to this with a record of 1-1-3 one, one, and, and a negative five goal difference, which is the exact opposite of us, so at least there's that. Um. Uh, I guess I got to go with a win. Uh, if this was like the middle of the year and it was time to be crazy, I would say the reverse on Ray, but I don't think so. So I'm going to go with a, a 2 nothing victory. I think that's the, the safest thing I could think of right now. All right. This is what I'm going to say, first of all. If you're a player on this team, and you are a designated player, you better be in the fucking starting lineup. I, I don't care. I don't, I don't, everyone now, Flesher, everybody, everyone's been with the team long enough, had enough practice time, playing time to be in the starting lineup. I want two fucking forwards. I, I'm sorry. This, this is what, if, the, if you're going to start really pushing to win games, this is what you got the guys for. No more sitting on the fucking bench. Barlow doesn't need to start anymore. You have two designated player forwards and a designated player midfielder, and they should all be out there. And 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 if, well, I mean, Klamala is going to start, but if the other two start on the bench, then there's a fucking problem. If there's an injury or there's a problem with them being on the team, because I'm, fuck it, I don't care. Get these guys. Every other team I've seen in MLS gets these fucking star players in, and they're starting like in the first game. Yeah. Every time they get these designated players, and they're they're automatic in the starting lineup, but not the Red Bulls. So that's it. They've all been here long enough. There's no more World Cup qualifying to worry about. There's nothing else to worry about. It's the fucking MLS season. Let's fucking go. That being said, I think they're going to win this game because there's no fucking way they're going to get another draw or a loss at home, right? They have to win a home game. It's the third home game. Somehow, somehow they have to win it. They have to. I know it's insane to say, but Jesus fucking Christ. You got to come home feeling good about yourself. 3-1 3-1 win. Fuck it. Let's let's fucking do this. Um, you know, uh, it's one. I don't think our record is nearly as good as what we actually, or I don't think we are nearly as good as what our record says we are right You're now. Also correct. Yeah. So I, I don't think we are light years better than Montreal, as like uh, you know, they as the records would suggest. Um, I mean, Montreal also did have. Uh, CCL to worry about, which CCL teams don't particularly do particularly well in the beginning of the season when trying to balance their rosters. So, um, all that being considered, they should win at home. Uh, but as I said at the beginning of the season, as soon as I remotely believe in this team, they lose. So, I will once again predict a loss 
and I'm going with a one nothing loss. I will predict losses the rest of the season, no matter what. Even if we're pushing for supporter shield. I would kind of laugh if Pat backed his way into a belt with nothing but losses. <laughs> no, you'd cry because that means we're awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would laugh because it'd be the only thing that'd be funny of the year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on the Montreal game before we move on? Yeah, could you not fuck this one up, guys? It'd <laughs> be nice. Oh, my God. Don't fuck it up. It would be nice. <clears throat> I think that's going to be the tagline for the next month. Don't fuck this up. Oh. <laughs> All right. You know who is fucking shit up, though, is New York Red Bulls, too. Uh, lost their last game at FC Tulsa with yet another red card. I think it's four in a row now Love for it. Red Bulls, too. <laughs> Playing tough. Aggressive. Uh, so three points, possibly number 10 in the East. I didn't even bother looking at the standings, and honestly. Um, their next match is uh, next week, Friday, February 15th, versus RGV Toros, which I have no idea what that is. I guess Rio Grande Toros. I don't know what the V stands for, but. Uh, Gotham FC in the Challenge Cup, they tied their uh, match home match versus the North Carolina Courage. So they are one, two, and one in their group with five points. Number third, or sorry, number three in the group. Next match is Sunday, April seventeenth, versus the Washington Spirit at Red Bull, presumably Red Bull Arena, three p.m. Eastern time. All right, now it is time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. All right, so a little bit of World Cup talk. Uh, for 2026. FIFA has announced the SoFi Stadium is too narrow of a field to host a World Cup match. Uh, if the, the brand new stadium wants to host, they will have to find 63 additional feet of width for the field Good luck for to that. host. Yep, because that football field was already pretty close to the stands. So I don't know where 63 feet is coming from. It's coming from the LA Coliseum, which is where they'll be playing those games in LA. Apparently, somebody thought it was a good idea to build a football stadium, put it in a residential area, and then make sure that that stadium is not big enough to host one of the biggest, or if one of, if not the biggest event in the world. Like, yep. Oopsie daisy. Oh, and that owner just also happens to own a soccer team as well. So, yeah, you would think he'd be on top of that. Well, apparently, I think, I think Arsenal fans hate him. So. I'm pretty sure the uh, Rapids fans hit him, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, All speaking right. of World Cup, we didn't even talk about the draw, which unfortunately is is to be continued. Well, that's yeah. next on the list. But you got, some, you got a couple juicy matchups for the for the USA. Sure do. You got, uh, Arch Enemy from the 80s, Rambo's Arch Enemy, right? Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Am. Yeah. And then, uh, our enemy from the 1700s. <laughs> damn right, those bastards. And then, and then either the darlings, if they win, Ukraine, uh, Scotland, or Wales. Yeah, those those are the three. England, Iran, and TBD. 
So we will either get zero. We could get anywhere between zero and nine points in this. <laughs> right. Who the hell knows? <laughs> I, I really could see it go anyway. I, I mean, I, I think I'm on the side of that. We should get six at least. But, you know, I, I, I really have no idea. I mean, if you go by FIFA rankings, we should get at least six. But yeah. Yeah, but Canada like still it. somehow ranked below us in Mexico, so. U.S. has got a juicy schedule. I mean, you're playing, and you know, the first opening day, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you play on Black Friday, which is perfect for. That's fantastic. Most, you know, U.S. fans, a lot of people have that day off. Mm-hmm. You know, they have the four-day week. Do you know what t- did they announce the time for that game? They're I all 2 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, they will all be 2 p.m. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm already planning, like, my, you know. My where I'm going to watch these things. Like I know the uh, the first one, I will take a half personal day, and I will go to a pub uh, near my office named Haley's in Metuchen, which is apparently the home of American Outlaws Middlesex. So we'll see. I'm assuming it'll be popping. One place I know will be popping for the England game is the same place I watched the England game in 2010, Darcy's Tavern down in Bradley Beach. I will be there. And then the last game against Iran. I mean, if it doesn't matter, I will record it and just watch it for posterity's sake. And if it does matter, I don't know if it, I, I think I got to get to Darby Road at some point, Scotch Plains, even though I don't live there anymore. But we'll see. I heard there's a place in Boston called the Omni I was told about. It's this crazy, crazy giant sports bar. And I guess I should just place a reservation now. Yeah, might as well, right? All I know is my, I told my fiance about taking these uh, personal day, half personal days to watch the game. She said, what am I going to be doing? And I said, possibly picking me up and driving me home. <laughs> <laughs> when I say possibly, I mean definitely. Definitely. <laughs> there, there's maybe one or two places around me I could think of. If if Baltimore were safer, I would consider going there. But mm-hmm. if Baltimore has not been relatively safe recently. A little scary. A little scary. Yeah, there's, there's maybe one or two around me that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, the good thing about World Cup is, for the most part, any bar you go to should be all right, but you never know. Yeah, it's that should part that's the that's the problem here. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take a, take a half day for at least the first one, maybe the second, the, sorry, the third one. Mm-hmm. And I'm already planning on taking off Black Friday because that's just. If you can do it, why even bother being at work in general that day? Luckily, my day I, off is Friday. Yeah, I have off on Black Friday, so I'm good there. All right. Uh, the Nations League draw? I don't know who put that one in the, the agenda. All right. Well, that's the other U.S. national team news is uh, the Nations League draw, which if uh, we didn't have a Nations League, we would use those days to play high-quality opponents to get ready for the World Cup. Uh, but instead, we now have to play games against El Salvador and Grenada in the 2022-2023 edition of the Nations League, which nobody gives us... I mean, I guess the Nations League produced one hell of a final this past summer. I mean, I guess I can't say it completely sucks, but it mostly sucks in that it, <laughs> it, it denies Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. And, well, actually, Costa Rica... At some point, we'll have to go to Qatar to play their friendly around the, or that their playoff around that time. Uh, but it deprives uh, our teams of playing strong competition to prepare for the World Cup. So, I mean, instead of six games to prepare, we now have four. Um, and 
Yeah. El Salvador and Grenada. Woohoo! Exciting. Right. Hey, Pat is fixing his crinkly headset. There yeah. it is. I was kind of wondering who that crinkle was coming from. Uncrinkled. Uncrinkled. <laughs> All right. Anything else for dumping grooms? I got nothing. Nothing. It has felt like a kind of quiet week, relatively, hasn't it? That's okay. Do a quiet week. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that means it's now time for Pat's betting corner. All right. So I am taking a different route with my bet this uh, week. And I am going to go be putting money on the over. For LAFC versus the LA Galaxy. Uh, I believe last time I checked, it's been a while. It was like neg point, neg two, three point five was, uh, or the three point five was the over under. I'm gonna go with this being a four or more goal game. That is my bet for this week on the betting corner. Getting a little fancy now. We're not. We're getting away from the uh, trifecta bets here and going towards other stuff. Because I failed at everything. I even generally failed to single bets. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I still hit them a little more often. But I think the prop is a little more fun to talk about sometimes. So, fun. I, well, as soon as I saw that matchup, I was like, okay, I don't know who's going to win. I just feel like a lot of goals are going to be scored. Now I'm curious what the prop bets are for the Red Bulls game, which, of course, I'm not going to find it that quickly. So let's just move on. Prop bet is will it suck? And uh, yes or no? And I take the yes. Well, I mean, that's just even money. So, yeah. All right, uh, our last segment, Truman's Terrible Team of the Week. That's terrible. Well, we got a tie, everybody. We've got a tie. Two teams tied for this week's Terrible Team of the Week. Team number one, the New England Revolution, because good God, did you see that game? It was terrible. Team number two, Rebels. New York Red Bulls, because good God, did you see that game? It was terrible. So congratulations, <laughs> two teams in the same game. Absolutely terrible. Can you can you give me Charles Barkley one more time? That's terrible. Thank you. Thank you, Chuck. Terrible. I feel like shit. <laughs> um, I just remember one thing for dumping ground. Uh, New York City FC's, quote, home match for CONCACAF Champions League. Ah, uh, yes. We already know it's at Red Bull Arena. Apparently, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be played at 9 p.m. Eastern time. You love it. Ridiculous. I I don't know who at Concacaf thought that was a good idea. Who the hell knows? All right. Anything else we want to talk about? Jesus Christ, no. Okay. Uh, nothing else. You can visit us at patreon.com slash rant one buck a month is all you need for exclusive content such as our monthly wrap-up, live post games, anything we decide to do. You can email us redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us like Eddie did for f- almost five minutes straight, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash rant on Twitter at rant for the show at Dr. Stoos for myself at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify. 
pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Don't fuck it up. Don't. Just don't. Don't. Just don't fuck it up. Just, just don't. Don't fuck it up. Just, just win. Just win. Yeah, just do what you do. Yeah, whatever. All right, so for Pat, Trimmer, and myself, this has been episode 392 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Lights. <laughs>